Welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast, the daily podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business online with a brilliant website. Learn about the advantages of custom web design, tailored web development, and strategic web marketing with expert advice for business owners and entrepreneurs in Brisbane, Australia. Join Brisbane locals Saul Edmonds and Gillian Smith from Roundhouse, the creative agency, as they chat about these topics and so much more. Are you ready to grow your business with a brilliant website? Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast. This is episode number six, and today's episode is entitled Website Developer Brisbane. My name is Saul Edmonds, and as usual, I am joined by the lovely Gillian Smith. Hello, Saul, and hello, everybody. Hello there. We are the co-founders and creative directors of Roundhouse, the creative agency, a local business with passion for helping our clients grow. Over to you, Jill. Okay, well, if if, uh, you need some custom requirements for your next web project, you may need to work with a website developer. And today, we will talk about custom website development for more complex projects. Our goal here is to help small business owners, startups and entrepreneurs in the city of Brisbane, Australia, take their opportunities to the next level with brilliant website design. If you are from another location or city, welcome. Thanks for joining us today and we hope that we can help you grow your business in the online space. And today we're going to focus on the topic of website development for large and more complex projects, as I said. We'll take a look at the process and stages your website developer will move through as your website grows from an initial concept into a fully featured website live online. Okay. Yeah, so we've got um, six stages generally. This is, a, this is a broad overview, six stages of website um, development. So let's get started. What, what are they, Jill? Okay, well, first of all, Saul, um, what can you tell everyone about the first stage, which is discovery and planning? Discovery and planning is exactly what it says. There's, uh, I guess, the majority of people who need to have some sort of more complex website development, they obviously won't know exactly how that's going to be built. There'll be a minority of people who will, who've already done a lot of research into how that should be done. But initially, most people don't. So the first thing that needs to be identified is you need to actually discover the goals of what you're trying to build, like what really the 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 end goal so you can reverse engineer how to build it and what will actually be the best approach to to build it um, in terms of the level of complexity, the best and most optimal way to actually do that, what platform you're going to use to do that, and then also the planning around how to get there, especially it, it Especially, generally speaking, the bigger the project, the more moving parts it has. So the more um, the more organised you have to be to make sure that all those parts fit together like one great big puzzle. Okay. Well, the second stage of a website development process uh, involves design and UI coding. Now, what can you tell us about design and UI coding, Russell? Okay. Well, the design and the user interface. So UI meaning the user interface. So that doesn't um, 
I guess like a lot of people might think of that in terms of when they're thinking about an app like a user interface, but the user interface is really any time that a, a user, user is interfacing. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's a, that a, and that's any any sort of site or anything that's on a screen that somebody is engaging with in some sort of way. So the design and how the user is going to work with it is um, whilst I guess a lot of people separate that from the development it's actually very much intertwined. That's why if we've got any sort of custom project, I know other people might work a little bit differently, but we we never start with the development itself. We don't dive straight into that. Whilst we identify what how it needs to be built, the design and the user interface needs to come first in terms of creating uh, visually how it's going to look because that's uh, despite how well it's built um, if it doesn't look great and suit the purpose it's meant to suit then you know often people won't actually go further so when do wireframes come into this process wireframes are the very first uh, thing you do before you start um, before you actually start doing a full um, design mock-up of how the website will look very broadly, then diving into individual pages, um, any sets of icons, anything else that happens within the whole whole design. You need to establish a general flow of where you come into a site. Um, that's where wireframes give a very, very quick, initial, simple overview our version of wireframes is probably a little bit different to the standard version in that we put a little bit more um, design into it because we find that <clears throat> super simple wireframes are actually very hard to follow. So we um, have something, our version is probably something in between a wireframe and a proper full design only because when a client, whilst we might understand it, when a client first sees it, um, it still has to actually make sense. And wireframes can look very samey. Do you use any specific tools in the wireframing process? Yeah, we do. Well, we we initially just use the Adobe um, suite of tools that I guess most most designers you know use, like Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop and so forth. But there's a range of other um, wireframing and prototyping tools that are out there. Adobe has one um, as well, but we use one in particular called Marvel that we find quite good that is used then across website development and apps as well that we find is is really good to be able to show that um, uh, first, first result design of a non-working prototype before we go to development to a client. Okay, well, that brings us on to the third stage of website development, and that is the development itself, the actual website build. Now, take us a little bit through that process, Saul. Okay, so we've already got that these, those first two steps, discovery and planning and design, are generally common across websites and apps and anything where you have to design and develop something. The development stage comes after after the design and UI has been fully approved, um, which sometimes will actually establish 
exactly how particular features in development are going to work. So that's why step number two, design and UI, is so important. It's an innovation stage as well. Yeah, that's right. So it's not only design, but it's a, it's still you know a little bit of an extension of the discovery and planning too. Um, then when you hit development, ideally you want everything locked down in terms of exactly how it should be. Or smooth development process. Yeah. However, that doesn't mean development can't have a level of flexibility. In terms of talking about agile development, which is a term that's used quite widely, agile also then just meaning that whilst agile development has a specific process, agile generally meaning that once you hit development, if something occurs where you need to be a little bit more flexible, if it doesn't work how you expected or something is going to work better, then during the development process, which is usually very um, is 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 the main bulk of of the whole process. If you're doing custom development, then you um, you've got a very large period where the client won't really see anything whilst things are being developed until they hit what we consider to be the alpha stage, which is the first opportunity where a client has to actually see what so is being built. During the uh, the website development, how can a client sort of stay abreast of what's actually happening and keep up to date you know, in a day-by-day, a week-by-week sense of how their project is going? Yeah, so we would always give people, even if there's nothing really to see for, you know, for some weeks, there's we keep people up to date as to what part of the process we're actually at because the reality is you know it's it's like if you were building a bike from scratch you're building the tires you're building the pedals you're building everything you might have the parts there and as you start to fit them in and it starts to resemble something like a bike or in this case then a website really it makes no sense it's not it's not working properly parts are working but you know, it doesn't give a good impression yet because it's only half built. It's components. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, right. It's a coming together phase. Yeah. Okay, well, that brings us to the next stage of the website development process, which is quality control. Okay, so how um, does quality control impact on everything at this point? Yeah, so quality control is ongoing. So as as you're, you know, th- through the design stage and then then to development, whilst there is a specific testing phase then after this while you're developing you're still testing and quality control in order to maintain that really you're keeping your eye on the prize that prize being what it was meant to do in the first place the goal and, the big vision yeah and referring back to the the original purposes um and things that you set as to be the brief for the project it's there can be instances where you know things can sort of go off track and be you know not built another way but they need to be kept on on target and really that just comes down to the people managing the project and where does security come into this process Um, website security uh, yeah so website security is usually a at the end of the project, any site has a um, security um, certificate, but then all depending on the uh, type of project, if it's a FinTech, if it's financial 
type of app, the level of security is next level. But you know, a, a app or or website. Uh, but that's at the end of the process. Okay. Well, the fifth stage of the website development process is user testing. Yeah. That's where it gets real world. Yeah. So that's right. So initially, before it's it's given over to a client internally, people are looking at it and testing it anyway as being actual users themselves. But depending on what the site is going to do, it needs to then be in the hands of people who are going to actually be using it or at least a, you know, um, a group of people who are identified as people privately who will have a private testing before it's launched publicly. You might also have, depending on the type of project it is, you might have a, a very controlled set of a release that is released to the public, but it's not, it's not, uh, uh, the word isn't spread about it. So you've got a controlled small level of testing to the general public just to see what, you know, uh, but all depending on what the project is. And that brings us to the sixth stage of the website development process, which is launch. Launch. And even at launch, even at launch, there's always a period of usually a month or two afterwards where there's still some level of testing going on to make sure that things, even if they've been you know, accepted and things are working okay, there's still always some level of just making sure that that actually is the case. Okay, well, after launch, what comes next? Okay, so you've got maintenance of the site too. Uh, um, ideally a established um, brief for what that maintenance is going to be is great for for um, everybody for the for the client mainly and then for the people actually making the website too so everybody knows what is expected of them what they have to maintain um, what needs to be maintained ongoing and if there's anything that the client can do, which is uh, from a non-development point of view for them to maintain, but just so long as everyone knows what that is. Okay, well, we hope that you've a little bit more about the website process. Remember the goal of any web, web development process is to develop a robust, scalable and state-of-the-art custom solution that will build your business with a measurable return on your investment. Yeah, and okay, guys, well, that's actually it for today. Thanks so much for listening. Before we go, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. We're on a journey to help local Brisbane businesses grow their opportunities online and exceed their goals. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Today's session of the Web Design Brisbane podcast has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily web design and web marketing strategies to help you grow your business and realise your dreams. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you tomorrow here at the Web Design Brisbane podcast.